What's up, what's up, man? What's up, world? How we doing? How we doing? It's a beautiful Monday morning. This is Marcus Griffin, and you're listening to Confessions from an Attic. Hope everyone had a good weekend. My weekend was was chill. It was actually cool. Um, went to the casino Saturday night. Got a late call from one of the homies. I can't say one of the homies, a comedian friend. Y'all know him, Joe Beltran. He called me up like, hey, yo, man, uh, you know, a couple of us want to go to the casino. And I'm like, you know, it's funny when you're bored, you look to do for any, do anything at any hour. So that's kind of what it was, boredom. And, I, you know, I, went, I go to bed early. I went to bed like 6, 7 o'clock. That's right on a Saturday night. Oh, man, status, nothing to do, status. Fuck it. What's better than sleep? And so, yeah, I got woke up with a call, went to casino, only had about 80 bucks. And if you go to San Manuel, man, San Manuel is a joke. I mean, you can come up, but like my game is blackjack and it was $50 hands and I don't have $50 hands money. I really don't have money at all to gamble, but it's me. (laughs) So with that 80, I lost 40 real quick. Then this was about to leave. I put another 40 plays in roulette. It, it roulette is funny to me because, or or I get a funny feeling for it. I don't as much. I always seem to win on it, but I hate playing it. It's like too much of a risk, but you know, great risk comes great reward. Put my last forty in there, hit a couple of numbers. Next thing you know, I was at one sixty. So, and then me being true fashionable, me cashed out at about one ten. So, didn't lose my eighty. Made thirty. We good. You know, it was a good weekend there. Um, it's funny when you chill. And I'm going to find a different word for funny because nothing. It's just it's, it's different when you chilling, not looking for anything to do and it finds you versus you always looking for something to do and can't find shit to do. And it seems like that the same with people. Like when you chill, you know, maybe don't communicate with people. You find that people still you still on people's minds. You still in their thoughts. You know, I said that to say a good friend of mine, Kirkland, is Kirk. I call him Kirk. I met him in Tennessee. Uh, he reached out to me Saturday morning, and it's like you know, last week or the week before that is reminders. You know, last week it was a reminder from someone that you ended a podcast in ten days. Another reminder from him, like you know, keep going. You know, I see you only did one, or you know. It kind of, you kind of, like, I get it. If you want millions of people to love you, then three or four that do, it has no real effect. You know what I'm saying? And But when you just look at for some people and you get some people or you get who you wouldn't expect to reach out or you get that that friendly reminder of someone cares or they thinking, like, it, it does something to you, you know? Because I'm my own mental midget. I've been that since I played college ball where I either think too much or I don't really matter. You know, negativity sinks in about just defeat, about what I should have did, could have did, you know. And so, you know, when you're touching people that you consider as your people, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's, it's refreshing. And it's crazy, you know, as you get older, you, you as much as you should already know these things. It doesn't hit unless you really experience it, you know? And from my experience, I've been wanting to be like, oh, man, 
nobody cares and this and this and that. And you realize as you get older, though, like people got their own lives. They only want their own wants, their own dreams, all that kind of stuff. Their own busyness going on to where it's not that you're not thought of as far as no one likes you or don't want to be with you, kick it with you or talk to you. You just it's just other things take precedent as they should. <laughs> you know. And I don't think that a lot of times we get caught up in that egotistical sense of how much you should matter to someone and vice versa. You know, that's why it's so important to to matter to you. And it was kind of cool, refreshing. He's like, you know, you already working on these phases of when this world ends. And it's crazy to hear him say it because I was telling him about when I got first back to Cali and just saw everything the way it's moving and like kind of floodgates were opening up to some like okay to like, I don't know like it's just okay to be in chaos now I don't know if that's the narrative but it seems like it it seems like we just deal with everything like it's okay another person dying from the pandemic it's okay it's only 132,000 down from 250,000 okay I see we're getting better but it's not okay you know and so with that, it's like, I just want some, like, I, I miss a relationship. I need some sense of normalcy. And I need that, like, a relationship, that it does provide that. Like, I need some normal, like, I'm going to see this person on a daily. Like, I vibe and kick it with this person. Like, I'm ready for that. And honestly, I don't think I was before. I think it was like, it was just something like, hey, you need to have or, or, um, when all else fails, at least you have some. Now it's like, nah, I want somebody because I want, want somebody to share my day with. Like, with me. Like, we go experience some shit, you know. Not saying I ain't going to experience myself. I'm thinking about starting up going hiking like every other weekend when I don't have my daughter. Going hiking, maybe smoke, vision, thoughts, meditate up uh, the mountains or something like that. Yeah. So I'm hoping just, you know, you find daily things out and it's kind of cool that you get these refreshing moments in life. Um, I'm still cocaine free. Haven't touched it. Still sober. I I forget the count. I really want to count it in days. Like I want to be the one person at the meeting. I got 833 days and 16 hours sober. Like I want to be that dude. So everybody got to figure it out, including myself, how many months that is, you know, 833. Damn, that's not that's more than months. That's. That's some years. We're looking at almost two and a half, some stuff, something like that, if, if my math serves me correctly. Um, got some things. People that's listening, I got some things on the horizon. That's what's cool. Monday markets in full effect. Got some things on the horizon. I got um, a show that I get to produce. A person kind of bought out this little building. He wants to do entertainment there, and a friend of mine referred me to him. And so hopefully that comes into play. I'm hoping for it to be like a deaf comedy jam. Everything goes. We just like, everything is just love. Instead of just like some straight up, here's this, here's this next comedian and crowd silent. And you know, I wanted to, I wanted to be a, an experience. And that's how I usually try to have all my shows be. But so I got that look, I got that looking forward to. Got, got that to look forward to. I almost can't talk. Got the shows and then. Yeah, it's, it's all about keeping your mind active during this time. 
at the same time, it's like my mind is active, but I'm chill. I kind of dig the new feeling. I feel like you get, you get more out of it when you just watch people and you see how they interact or you see their... Like when you start living, I don't want to say this is spiritual experience, but when you live more conscious of your actions and you see how people act, you're like, why, why, why does this? I understand things get under your skin, but 30 minutes, hour, hour and a half, you still going to let you still going to talk about the same. OK, OK. Or it's the fact that, you know, a lot of people don't know how to just be. That's the crazy thing about it. Like over this weekend, just just being just being in the moment, being, you know, Granted, I'm trying my best to be off the phone as much as possible, but watching my daughter, watching my daughter be by herself, like, you can learn a lot from a kid. And one thing I learned as a parent, if your kid is by yourself, just peek. Just see if they are right. Try to not be caught, but you'll see their imagination at work. A lot of times I feel bad, like, oh, you ain't got no, but I'm like, yes, you are your friend. You, you could, your own personal entertainment, your own personal motivator, your own personal, I mean, anything. It starts with you. So I let her be alone at play. Check in, though. But then when I check in, now I got to play, you know. Not saying that it's a drag, but you never know what go through these kids' heads. And she's like, let's bring some dirt in the house and plant a garden. You want to plant a garden inside the house? Okay, shit. Get your little toy. I got you. We're going to keep it clean. So, yeah, now I'm involved. In... But it was a good. It was a good weekend. Very relaxed. I hope everyone, like I said, had a good weekend as well. Uh, I'm hearing things are opening up. Downtown Riverside is cracking. I'm saying it's like everybody is listening is from this area or something. But yeah, I just can't fathom like. Like cause I heard like people aren't wearing masks at these clubs, so I can't fathom like what is it back to normal and nobody like I'm just hoping we get an explanation at the end. Whatever BS they got to tell us. Oh, you know, we've we've. We've medicated all these people. The vaccine is in full effect and it's just going away. Like, it will never be hurt. Like, nah, I'm, I'm wanting this pandemic to, this is a 9-11 moment. You can't go a whole year and a half and then this thing just vanishes like, oh, like a damn prank. Like, ah, we just really needed time to ourselves. We really needed everybody to stay home and be about family. Like, even if they make up that, we put this pandemic out here. Now, granted, there's, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta, in order to, boy, what is it? In order to, in order to scramble, the, what? How do they say that phrase? You gotta crack some eggs in order. I don't. In order to make an omelet, you gotta crack a few eggs, some shit like that. Cause that's why I'm like really looking. Like, okay, we could spend it in a positive way. Yo, we had to kill off half a million people to make sure we got the right people in our world now, and they could follow this new world order. I'm like, what? What do you know? Like, how do we know this? How do you know that? It's just crazy. That'd be awesome if they gave like a narrative on like they do do that on the news. But if you kind of find like if you in that conspiracy theorist, you kind of find that the families, the people they killed off and stuff like that. They have something to do in the search. Like they're going to do some movie. I just feel it. As my mind's running, my, I just feel they're going to do a movie about this. And it's going to be everybody that wasn't connected wiped out those and they had to wipe out the people they're connected to and if you think about it they got all these million followers so a half a million of them followers had to kid to die in order to make to make them believe that this our system and you know i'm just saying like that that's a crazy movie idea hopefully if somebody shoots it i want credit you know where it's just like this was purposely put to kill us off but 
we still here. I'm still here. You're still here listening. And I hope y'all out there just safe. Um, I don't think we lost. Did we lose anybody famous? I swear I feel like we're losing somebody famous every week. Last week, it was like Vincent Jackson. Good, uh, a good, dope football player. Um, I mean, shoot. All respects, we lost. Um, holy wow. Why can't I think of her name? Jesus. This is bad. It's why my black card get revoked. What is her name? Very famous older woman. Oh, snap. I'm sure she... Uh, speaking of famous older women, uh, I watch Color Purple. We're going to switch topics. <laughs> oh, man. I cannot think of her name, and y'all going to kill me, the ones that listen. Um, but yeah, man. Seems like, you know, we losing people too soon. That's like the daily thing. I'm sorry. I, like a lot of times I've put in this routine. Because we say these things, but we don't live like, we don't live life as if we could be gone. As if it can never end too soon. You know, we like to say a lot of things that sound good as far as people like, hey, if you need me, I'm here. Uh, we're losing people too soon. Make sure you tell the loved ones, love, ones you love, you love them, you know. But people aren't, people just, it's good to say. I think we all want to appear to be good people. And I think that's probably the problem. Like we try to appear to be so good that when we don't see any satisfaction from the good that we're trying to become, it's like a waste of time. It's like, well, this person over here is continuing to be the asshole, the thief. I mean, you see it. Here's here's uh, Trump getting acquitted again and whatnot. So we see the bad like prevailing. That's why I said like in my other podcast, like it's crazy that the nice people get shitted on to where they want. We try to conform to be like, no, you be assholes just like us. It's a better life. Trust me. And it's really not. I've stepped far back to see and try to mend a lot of relationships. And one time I'm going to have my mom on this podcast, but I sit back and I think the most important part when it comes to any relationship is people want to be listened to most importantly, but understood but if where we fail at as much as we want to understand we still don't mean we we don't condone your actions based on the understanding a lot of times you'll talk to people and they'll tell you a story and you can see the emotions in their face you can see the anger and then what they'll do with this story they'll be like this was done to me so i did this and so in the doing this that may have been a uh action that isn't positive they want you to support that as well they were like i got mad so i didn't speak to that person for a week i got mad so i did something petty and did this and whatnot and we will really look for when we're having these conversations we look for the person to be in agreement with the action and then when we're not in agreement with the action then it's like you're not on my side no i was up on your side until you did what you did you know, and we're wrong for pointing that out. You know, and that's that's where the the tail off kind of can damage a relationship and depending on what, what it is, but um you know my thing is is just as I, I say that to say, because you know, I I spent time with my uncle this weekend and I'm like, he's just uncle. 
Guy that talks there, sits there. He doesn't really talk much. Sits there, doesn't talk. You know, but we chill. We watch the races. You know what I'm saying? And, but I get, I get my mom's frustration with her brother. I just don't get the shit she says to her brother. I don't get the whole angry about it. I don't understand. And then maybe I didn't understand until I'm off drugs at this point in my life. I understand getting angry. See, I believe you can. I believe there's a difference between getting angry and being angry. Getting angry is something to me that that will fuel that 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 comes from within. You you do something to my daughter. I don't have to be angry at you for that. I'm gonna get angry. You disrespect. You touch. Uh, you touch me. You physically touch me. That's just, you know what I mean? Instinctual shit. But to be angry, you really, a lot of times when I, and I, to be angry, it's totally different. Situation's over and you still want to be angry. You still want to harp. You still want to live in it. That's being angry now. Getting angry, y'all, we all get angry. But being angry, I can't be angry no more. It happened. Situation's been made. Situation is done. You can harp on it all day long. It won't bring nothing back. And that's my thing. I think that, you know, it's just pointing out to relationship things like, hey, you know what? I'm better. Girls out there, women out there, I do not want to be angry at you because you do not return calls or because you do not text or because it takes you a while to get back or because we spend less. I don't want to be angry. So if you don't get me angry, I won't be angry. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it's just... It's crazy. It's crazy the high I'm on. That's exactly how I say it, the high I'm on. And I mean that the high of not being high off coke. I mean that the high of really relaxing, the high of taking moments in, the high of even being high, which is my, my weed. Got not, like I said, I got me a stizzy. And if, ooh, strawberry cough tastes so, so delicious. They do taste delicious. Um, sometimes, you know, I just, I don't need to be in a medica- medicated state all day, especially like in the morning when I'm going to the store with my mom, Jesus Christ, the trip I had, I was there like, I'm at the store with my fucking mom. Something I did when I was eight, 10, 12, 15, like when the fuck you need to stop going to the store with your fucking mom and grow the fuck up. That's all I, that's all I kept repeating in my head. Giving examples, I'm watching other men at the store, we at Sam's, they're buying shit for their family, and I'm like, shit, I'm still, oh, I ain't grown up. I'm the kid that's like, can we get this candy? Can we get these Snickers? Get your pussy ass out, nigga. (laughs) And I'll say that. See, I'm I'm not trying to be delusional. It is sad. And like, me and my mom can get into it and... We got into it over the trash this past week because I'm like, no, nah, this is something like I don't do shit around this house. This is something I got to do. No, I wasn't ready to take out the shit. Give me the goddamn trash. Take the shit out. You know, that was my one mix. My one like blemish on the weekend was the trash incident. I, I snatched it. Like, give me the fucking, tra-, you know, not in cuss. I just said, give me the trash. Then, you know. Reason upset me because my uncle wasn't done. So I was like, let him finish his trough of fucking crab legs. The man could eat. I'm like, let him finish his shit and then I'll, I'll take it out. Oh, you got to take it out now. It's like, 
That's what I mean. And being angry. Like, I know my mom. She has every right to be angry with her son. She got to look at me every fucking day, laying up on my phone, doing whatever the fuck I want, not paying rent, not doing any of that shit. I understand. But it's still a choice. You going to be angry at me every fucking day? Because I'm still the same person. Like, you can do what you got to do and kick me the fuck out. Like, there's no hard feelings. I understand. Shit, this is more than ran its course. I've tried damn near every year since I've been home to get the fuck out. You know, <laughs> at this point, it's a have to and a want to. It was interesting going to the casino. Like I said, you know, this was so dope about the universe that it speaks to you. Going to the casino, um, friend of ours, comedian Michael Thompson, um, he finally got his own spot. And we've been talking about it a couple years. One point, talk about roommates. He got his own spot, collecting unemployment. I was like, God damn, here it is. You ain't even got a job, you got a spot. Where the fuck is that section eight out? Eight at, you know, me throwing a joke in there. But he's like, nah, I stay in Inglewood. And he just, we broke it down. He's like, you don't want to leave. You don't want to move out. Like, it's so easy to move out. You don't want to move. And when people say it, that's why I say the whole getting angry, being angry, or, or dissecting, like, nah, it's a plain, simple, on the surface response. Because it's true. If you want it out, you get the fuck out. And so I was like, yeah, you're right. So I had to. I don't know why I assess everything. Like, do I really not want to leave? And then I take, no, nah, it's like, no, nah, at this point, you've done all the assessing. Get the fuck out. So, yes, I will be out this year. I will not be coming back. I'll be out on my own, too. And like I, I just think everything happens for a reason. I think the me moving out will be when my mom and I are at our best. Because I know a lot of times the anger of wanting to move, the, move out has been like, I'm going to move out and I ain't even going to speak to you. I ain't going to talk. I ain't going to call. I ain't going to visit. You're going to see. And you had that anger in your life. You're doing it all for the wrong reasons. And probably that's why for all the right reasons, it hasn't happened yet. So once we get that clarity and that at peace moment, I think that's when I will be moved, be moving out. Not necessarily moved out. I think I will be moving out when we had that peace and our relationship will be so much better. I know I'm, so I'm like, that's why my relationships are so important. And I know I want one. Want a relationship with my mom, a better relationship there. I want a better relationship with my daughter. You know, just improving. You find those and then you had a better, better relationship with a woman. And I don't know. I'm trying to take these leaps and bounds. I feel like I took a, a, a big leap in just saying enough is enough. I know a lot of stuff has stifled me. I don't blame my ex for what... It is stifled. It is stifling my growth. I blame myself for getting so caught up in the. I don't know about the rest of y'all. When it came to my destruction or my toxic behavior or just, I don't know. I don't know how the rest feel when it comes to that one person that you feel made such a crazy up and high low impact that you just. You know, she is my addiction. And I try to turn it into a positive one. You know what I'm saying? I try to turn it into somewhere. Hey, no, nah, it's cool. We, we just chill. We talk. I got love for her, you know. And it just became, no, you know, something that I, that I battle with. My ego is my downfall. And I think it just became a, a ego thing for me to where it's like, I need to get healthy, healthier in my ego 
And I just think it's, I can't have you around in this process of getting healthier in my ego. Because my ego says, hey, bitch, I call you. You call me all the time. I answer damn near 90%, if not 95% of the time. I call you maybe 30% of the time. And I don't call a lot just for that reason. I'm very, when it comes to relationship shit, I'll be honest, I'm very trainable. And maybe that's wrong. Maybe that's how, maybe that's some beta male trait. But I will learn you and I will adapt. And I just got tired of that. Maybe there's some alpha stepping through. I got tired of that. Like, oh, I call you in the hopes that you might answer. You call me knowing you're going to answer. I don't like the, uh, I don't like the double standard of this kind of whatever we got. I won't say relationship. I haven't been with her for a long time. But to be caught up in the feeling of someone feels like you're in a relationship with them still. To be caught up in that feeling of like, hey, yo, I'm happy to talk to that person. Oh, this is a good conversation. Oh, we talked for an hour and a half, two hours on time, what have you. We in something. This is between us. We got a bond or something. And I just think the feelings, it leads to the attachments. And it's like, I need to stop carrying on feelings because whether that person may not admit it or not I ain't the one you want and then I got it and then you have to tell yourself or I told myself I'm not the one you want and then I'm like if I wait till you come around to decide that eventually I am that means you went through a whole bunch of motherfuckers to determine that I am I don't even like that and I and, and I thought that that's what it would take I thought it was like Nah, this person will bump their head like I bump my head and we'll bump heads together and come together, you know. But no, it's like, why? When you have someone here that loves you, you want to continue to bump your head. When you have somebody that was here that's down for you the whole nine and you want to continue that, obviously you don't want this. And it's interesting, I'm listening to a new show, The Homie Curtis. I put on, I call out all names, <laughs> as you see. But a homie put me on to this Kevin Samuels and it's, I didn't catch the whole interview, but I realized, um, you know, we, we have these things where, no, this person must have that. And if they don't have that, everything else they provide is a deal breaker. We don't even see it. If they have this one thing, and it's just crazy because even when I take from that person in their daily conversations, I'm like, okay, this person had all that you said that I didn't have and it still didn't work because they didn't have this, which I have that, but you don't, you know, and so we, it just comes this whole like, we're trying to line up categories or something like, we're trying to match and, and whatnot. And it's just, you drive yourself crazy, man. And, and if you don't want to just not be in anger, my thing, the next person I'm with, I'm like, hey, real talk, real question. Do you just want to be happy? And then what is your happiness? Because I'm telling you, with people, it seems like there's always something. And I don't want the always something no more. I want to know that, okay, that that is your own quirk, so to speak. I mean, it's, like when I was thinking over the weekend, I'm like, you know, relationships survive when you have that but. He doesn't work, but he's always attentive and spending time and he cleans a good home. You know, you got to have a good but. They argue a lot, but, you know, they're so considerate. They're very apologetic, you know, or something like you got to have a but factor. 
So I'm looking for that, like, I want to be happy. But I also don't want to settle or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even know if that one made sense there, but I thought about speaking to somebody with that same shit. That's what I was thinking on the weekend, just the butt factor. So it was a cool weekend. Like, I did nothing but felt like I said a lot. Almost like as I, as I, I'm mean, still the medium personality, so I was working on, on, I wasn't even working on comedy, but I got hit with a, a go live with someone. Shout out to comedian Stephanie Michelle. Um, I don't know if she does anything with this topic, and it's been a topic that's just, it's common. It's old now, but still new. It's still new the way she brought it up because I've always wondered, and you don't talk to it on a one-on-one basis with women, and I just wonder, you know, she, she made it with, brought up a topic of unsolicited dick pics. And there's a lot of times, like, like I say, I'm confused as a man. Because you have alpha, beta males, you know. And I just wonder, what's, you know, you, you, like somebody, maybe it's somewhere, somebody needs to make characteristics of an alpha male, characteristics of a beta male. Because you'll get in certain situations and... Sometimes somebody's, in my opinion, somebody, sometimes somebody's strength is in their silence. When you don't say nothing. When you don't speak. Now, some people can look at that like, you're supposed to stand up for yourself. What if I assess the situation? I'm talking to the wrong person. There's nothing to, I could, you know what I mean? Like, so I say that to say, <laughs> with these unsolicited dick pics, who's doing this shit? And like, I made a joke with her, like, I'm sure though, like, hey, if I was... Well endowed, I might send it right off the bat too. Like, hey, yo, if you can't fuck with this, it doesn't even matter to fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? If you can't handle this. But, but it was interesting because I was like, she goes, do they think, and that, that is funny. Like, do men think that turn, their, turn the women on or something? And I'm like, the thing is, there's something for everybody. And unfortunately, we live in a time where you can be as bold as possible because you have everything at your access. I could go through 40 of you women that I never have to see and send dick pics because two are like it. See, well, man, we don't care about, we don't care about the odds. That's why you see gamblers. Oh, that's 400 to one. It never happened. I just needed it to happen once. And that's how we look at it. We just do it. It's a numbers game. My, my, my brother tried to put me up on that, but it's a numbers game. And, and I'm almost like, yeah, but how, like, unfortunately for me, I look at the world to tell me how good I am instead of just telling myself. And so with that, I'm like, even when I tell myself with certain things, I'm like, yeah, but how efficient is that? If I get fucking 15 no's to get to a yes, one out of 15 doesn't sound good to me. So I'd rather be selective, get my three yeses in three years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Take on a relationship a year, you know. But yeah, so that was fun. Made me think of some material. Like, you know what? If I, if I ever sent dick pics for now on, ladies, it'd come with a resume, background check. You know what I'm saying? It'd come with it, what, it, what, it, what, it, what it comes with. You know, this dick might, you know... It, it makes empty promises. You know what I'm saying? But when it does fulfill them, you are fulfilled. Don't get me wrong. And right there is empty promise dick. It's still it's surprise dick there. You know what I'm saying? That surprise dick come with, you know, some flowers, 
I'll dress up the evening real nice. Like you'll be it, it is surprising that an asshole could be this sweet. You know what I mean? Then I do got the asshole dick where he go for self. If you ain't get it, you just didn't get it then. I don't it's not a sensitive dick. You know what I mean? He's proud of what he is. You know what I'm saying? And and this is what he's got. I'm like, I'm put a whole little memo out there. So out of respect for you ladies, that's my new thing. If I send some dick pics, I'm putting out a resume of what the dick do. You know what I mean? And then, hey, the mouth game. The mouth game is perfection. I mean, you might come with some lies. I call them white fibs. I call them little fibs, not white fibs, because I don't want to make it seem like I'm white's better than black fibs. What the fuck is the difference between a fib? Why can't it be a red fib? I don't. I, I come with fibs. Fibs is easier to forgive. They kind of playful. At the same time, you 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 with you know you withholding information. It's not necessarily a lie. It's a hey, this is a fib. If you want to pry more, I'll tell the truth. You see, a little different. Lie means I'm sticking to it all the way out. Lie, no, 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 no. Many ways, no, no. How could I? Me, uh, me. You you you're gonna second guess this? Like nah. So, yeah, man. Um, but this has been Monday, Marcus. I hope he caps. I hope he, hope he gave you some fun, some entertainment. I hope the rest of the week carries you. Remember, you great. You're great. You're doing fine. Whatever the voices are saying to you in this moment, it's an illusion. Wherever you at in that place, feeling alone, you're not. Trust me. I thought I, I even when you got one on your side, one is. Equivalent to many, trust me. In the conversations I've had and time spent this weekend, I've gotten valuable information out of everything. I look at my weekend, I break this shit in parts. You got to read this shit like a book. You got to find out what chapter is speaking to you at this moment. You got to find out what kind of thesis, what premise, what, you know, then find your punchline. Everything is, everything is relative. From Saturday morning to call like, hey, yo, get your ass in gear. You got to work. To get out your mama house, which means you put in the work, you get the fuck out your mama house. To hey, dick pics, like hey, how do you like them? Like that's how that's how my my everyday goes. Is hurry up, get the fuck out your mama house, do some work, and I want to fuck something at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, gentlemen, stop with the the dick pics. I only do them if the woman sends shit too. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I give y'all props that y'all can put yourselves out there at the same time. Like boom, here it is. You know what I mean? They should just be a Facebook of nudity. Just just do that. I don't understand. And I get it. That's what porn and OnlyFans is for. I'm sure that's site. But I don't know, man. Can we make an everything rated R Facebook? Maybe I should work on patenting that or something. Where it's just fuck shit all day. Because we try to have it. And I know that's why most people go on Instagram. And they do their naughty shit there. But I'm like, you could do photos. This is a... I just don't understand this world. We might as well just be out there raw naked. Because we literally are. We literally screaming every day, look at me. Even when we're not screaming, look at me. We want both. That's what's so sad. Like when I look at this social media shit, man, to the ones that's mentally struggling, like understand that that's what you're, you're doing. But in that mental struggle... Don't make it seem like it's everybody else's fucking problem to come help you with your mental struggle. You know, and that's where it's been the impact that I love of my ex. She says some cold shit at times, but she, it was very fucking true. Like you looking for everybody, everything else, 
That's the reason why you're down. All by myself. Oh, these people don't say hi to me when I say speak to them. All this shit. It has everything to do with you. There's a reason people don't come to you. And it's you. It's not because the people are fucked up. It's you. And it ain't means you're fucked up. It means you need to work on you without having all the access or letting everybody else have access to you or without you complaining about not having access to them. That's what that peace and that solitude comes into play. When you are in that solitude, trust me, one, you'll understand you more as far as why you've been put into this place of solitude. Once, in my opinion, once you've been put, understand why you've been put into this place of solitude, whether it may be the pandemic, whether it may be your drug-induced behavior, whether it may be just you yourself going away, you'll still get those answers of why the fuck am I going away right now? And when you meditate on that and when you search and whatnot, the universe will respond with something. It will respond with moments to either get you to see the hell you're living in or the heaven you're trying to produce. So now you're like, oh, I'm going away because there's something awful living within me or something that's beautiful that's about to come without that I don't need to either share with everybody else. That I don't need to cause hell with everybody else. So you go away. Then as you're going away, you'll find that people will search for you. But what the universe does, in my opinion, what I'm seeing is beautiful as it is. And that searching for you, the people that search for you, they'll be the right people. The right people will come and search for you to bring you joy or to bring you encouragement. And that's what I want. That's what this whole journey is about. This whole discovery, this whole examining, this whole process is because I want to further discover just not only a purpose, but a pattern. Because this is all that this is. It's a pattern. And if you think about it, from the highest to the low, every president that has came in has had some worldly effect. You know, whether it be Obama killing, uh, who is it? Bin Laden. I got him and Hussein confused. I don't know why. But the murdering of that man or, or the killing of that terrorist. You know, there's all been something epic. The 9-11 if you see the patterns, then you'll, you'll know where you need to go, what's about to take place. That's the universe speaking to you. When it helps you realize the pattern, and then it'll bring you out. There's a time I was high as hell, and I'm like laying in my room, and I'm just stuck in my room. And I'm like, yo, let my mind wander like, yo, this, this, is, this is hell. But there can be heaven on earth. So it's like whatever your perceptions is, what you describe something, that's what it will be. My home ain't hell, but I was living in my, I'm living in my own turmoil of, you know, kind of being put in a coffin already. Like, oh shit, I need to get out. I'm suffocating. But I'm going about it all the way wrong. You know, I'm fighting and hitting and shit. But it, you know, like there's that moment like Kill Bill too, where she just calmly think. Thought about it. She screamed. She got that anger. And then thought about it. And the quicker that's how your success be. The moment you have that silence and you think and you just calmly stay diligent. 
you'll bust through. So that's what I got for you this Monday morning. Bust through. Calm, patient, take that moment. If you need to, get that scream out. Get angry. Don't need to be angry. Don't be in your anger. Y'all have a good day. Thank you for listening.